Sharon White Vaughn is an expert in Synergy Wellness. Synergy Wellness is the synchronization of thoughts, emotions, behaviors, and spirituality. It is the culmination of Sharon's education, personal journey, and her experiences with people from all walks of life. She has helped countless individuals improve their lives with the Synergy Method for optimal health, fitness, and wellness, mind, body, and spirit. She is a trainer, coach, counselor, and an interfaith minister, but not a saint. And now here's Sharon. Welcome, and thank you for tuning in. I appreciate this opportunity to share and teach Synergy Wellness. This practice that I designed is how I completely changed my life for the better. My hope and my goal is to leave you with what I call golden nuggets of wisdom. Wisdom that you can utilize and implement into your life today and see results immediately. So let's get started. Today's topic is about spirituality. When I was 13, my sister died. She was only 16 years old. Teresa and four of her friends were all killed instantly in a car crash that summer. It's still so vivid in my mind all these years later. The morning when my mom woke me up to tell me that Teresa was dead, it was like a dream, a really weird dream. That was the first time I had ever experienced death in my life, in my family. And at that age, I had no idea what to do when someone dies. Like, how was I supposed to feel? Death wasn't something that we ever talked about. Not at home. Not at school. Not with my friends. I mean, I was like most 13-year-olds, I guess. Consumed with my own life, with myself. You know, with my friends, that was my life, right? I'm 13. And my sister and I, even though we slept in the same bed together in our row home on Williams Avenue, we weren't especially close. I mean, she was my big sister. She was cool. She had a job. She had a boyfriend. He was in the military. And she drove a car. And I was like the younger, insignificant little sister. I was 13. According to Erickson, adolescence is all about identity development. And that's where I was. At that age, we're supposed to be figuring out who am I? Where do I fit in? Like, you know, all teenagers go through that exploration of all these different things and you try to figure out who you are and all that kind of stuff. So how does death play a role in adolescent development. For me, the death of my sister initiated the birth of my spiritual awareness. Oh, I had a million questions about life and death. I had a million questions for God. And I wanted answers. In my personal struggles to understand death, specifically the reasons for my sister's death, I spent hours days, weeks, and months at her gravesite. <laughs> I probably spent the better of two years going to that cemetery. One time, 
I stayed at her gravesite for so long and it got late. Well, it closed. The cemetery closed. They locked up the gates for the night. I was actually locked in the cemetery. Well, don't worry. I got out. <laughs> but that's what I did for the longest time. I'd walk to the cemetery, Holy Sepulchre, and I would talk to my sister, to God, to the birds, to the air, anything, to myself. I really needed to understand the meaning of it all. Something that my friends weren't even talking about. I really wanted to know the reason for death and more so the purpose for life. I did simple things when I was there at the cemetery, like saying to the heir or to God or whomever, if you're really there, if there really is a God, then that bird will fly over top of my head and it's going to land on that tombstone over there. I would talk out loud if somebody, you know, like if somebody could actually hear me. <laughs> um, yeah, man, I cried. I would get so mad. I would sit there in silence. I mean, probably if anybody watched me, they probably would have thought that girl's crazy. And more than one time, I would have just gotten so exhausted from just crying and trying to figure this all out that I literally would just fall asleep in the dirt right there next to my sister's grave. I was in Catholic school. I did 12 years of Catholic school. But at that time, I was going to church sometimes. Um, but the Catholic answers didn't seem to really satisfy my spiritual questions. Like what I was really trying to understand, I was not getting my answers, not from the priest or the nuns or religion class. What I learned during my grieving process as a young teenager was something that nobody else could teach me. I learned how to really feel connected to something bigger than me. Eventually, I mean, that didn't happen all at once, obviously. I spent a long time there. Um, I learned or came to accept that terrible things happen and that we may never really truly know exactly why. I now realize that what I was learning, uh, excuse me, it was a really sad time, even all these years later. I'm still, I can still cry about it. But now I realize that what I was learning, what it meant to me, was really more about spirituality. I was learning how to become spiritual, I guess, when I look back on it. I later came to forget all of that when I got involved in what I'll call less than desirable behaviors. Um, but eventually, after enough pain, I did come back to acknowledge the spiritual aspect of myself. I know both ends of the spectrum, being in the light of spirituality and being in the darkness of drugs and alcohol and a lot of that stuff in between. When I work with clients, I often ask if they have a spiritual practice. And what I invariably get back is, a, is another question like, what do you mean by spiritual? Uh, do you mean what religion am I? It seems that there's a lot of confusion about religion versus spirituality. During my adult lifetime, I have had many, many conversations with lots and lots of people 
about the topic. Friends, clients, clergy people, shamans, teachers, and even children. But through all of my questions and all of my studies, I've concluded that spirituality is unique for everyone. Each of us experiences it differently. And I learned by watching myself and others transform that it's crucial to have some type of spiritual beliefs and practices. Some type of connection to something that's bigger than us. Some of the happiest people I know are people who practice some type of spirituality and who have spiritual beliefs that just can't be shaken. I actually Googled the word spirituality and I found this definition. It's from the University of Minnesota's well-being page. Who knew? I'm just going to read it. it. This is a quote from the University of Minnesota's well-being page. Spirituality is a broad concept with room for many perspectives. In general, it includes a sense of connection to something bigger than ourselves, and it typically involves a search for meaning in life. As such, it is a universal human experience, something that touches us all. People may describe a spiritual experience as sacred or transcendent, or simply a sense of aliveness and interconnectedness, end quote. I liked that when I read that. I was like, that's perfect. In my opinion, that's spot on. Our human condition is physical, it's mental, it's emotional, and spiritual. Each and every aspect of who we are as humans must be tended to and cared for. It's not enough to have emotional intelligence if you're physically unhealthy and making poor choices about how you treat your body. You can be physically fit, but also be an addict. A person can be really smart, scholarly even, but then they're like a neglectful parent or emotionally unavailable as a partner. All the components of who we are must be balanced, must be in harmony with the other components. If you haven't already discovered your spirituality, please begin exploring that aspect of who you are. Practice something that you consider to be spiritual. Make it a part of your everyday life. If you have some confusion from the mixed messages of our culture, you're not alone. I went from Catholicism to the cemetery to numbing myself with substances to the School of Sacred Ministries, where I became an ordained interfaith minister, almost by accident, if you believe in accidents. I call it a divine synchronicity. From all of my life's experiences, both positive and negative, my trials and tribulations of dealing with deaths, suicides, abuses, traumas, addictions, going from poverty to an affluent lifestyle to being homeless after my divorce. From the culmination of all of my diverse life experiences, I have developed a systematic method for bringing balance to all aspects of who we are. I call it the synergy system. 
It's a physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual practice. It's something I researched extensively. I even wrote my thesis about it in grad school. In fact, this program is the very reason I went to grad school at all. I teach Synergy to help people fully realize their maximum potential. This systematic practice can help you, or maybe someone you know, to heal, to grow more powerful in relationships, to get more healthy on every level. Careers and even educational endeavors can be fully realized using this process. It's an amazing transformational program, if I do say so myself. (laughs) It really is. It's changed my life and the lives of many people who I've worked with. If you're interested in learning more about this energy system, contact me through my website, whitefawnwellness.com. I'm actually running a promotion right now for the new year. Check it out, whitefawnwellness.com. Click the coaching button or just read more about Synergy. If you're struggling with something in your life, I can probably help you. Until next time, be well, my friends, body, mind, and soul. Thank you very much for tuning in. Thank you again for tuning in. I am available by email, Sharon at whitefawnwellness.com. And you could also go visit my Facebook page, White Fawn Wellness. Have a great day.